This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. And because it's, I think it's helpful to check in with the opposition, not that Michael Rothstein, who covers the Falcons for ESPN. Dot com. Not that he is the opposition here, but he covers the Falcons. So uh, let's check in. All right, Michael. In Desmond Ritter, we trust, huh? I mean, yeah. First of all, I, I have no opposition to Raleigh. <laughs> I have family that lives in Raleigh. Oh, do I you? Lo- oh, yeah. My brother lives uh, just outside of Raleigh. Uh, and I have a bunch of friends there. I love the city. So, no, no. I am of, I am of no opposition okay, to Raleigh. Okay, good. I, I try to be there as much as possible, uh, you know, go to the yacht club and home slice in yachts in uh, Youngsville. And so, so, all right, I'll admit. Wait, 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 wait. There's a yacht club in Youngsville? Yeah, my brother's a bartender there. I, I, I got to check that out. It's up, uh, up sort of in my neck of the woods. All right. Uh, yeah, now I have a friend. If you go, if you go, if you go there, if you go to Yacht Club, ask ask for Brett, and uh, uh, that is my brother. Perfect. So yeah, um, <laughs> absolutely. So uh, on to Desmond Ritter, um, who is not, you know, I'm not related to Desmond Ritter anyway. Okay. Um, they they do believe in Desmond Ritter. They believe in Desmond Ritter very heavily. They after the season, it, it was interesting because they wouldn't out and out say we're committed to Desmond Ritter, but. They did. They they made it kind of clear, like they really liked his progress. They had. It seemed like there was a organizational wide talking point of mentioning that he didn't throw an interception in his four stars. So they were clearly setting the groundwork for saying Desmond Ritter, unless something is too good to pass up, is going to be their guy this year, and that is what we've seen. And you've seen progress from Desmond Ritter from week to week during training camp. But the very honest truth is this. No one knows what Desmond Ritter is going to be. Right. Desmond Ritter probably doesn't know what Desmond Ritter is going to be because we haven't seen it. Haven't seen it enough. Haven't seen it when it's been his team. Hasn't seen it when it's been an offense tailored to his strength. We have seen none of this. So if anyone's sitting there and telling you, yeah, Desmond Ritter is going to be great. Or conversely, if anyone's sitting there, Adam, and telling you, you know what? The Falcons needed to go after Lamar Jackson. The Falcons needed to uh, upgrade at quarterback. Well, those are your preconceived notions because no one knows. We're going to know. I don't think we'll know by the end of, of Sunday because a one, game, one game is a smallish thing right. us. But by the end of September, we'll know. We'll have an idea of what, what's up, potentially, good or bad. And... That, to me, is the real answer. Anyone else who's trying to sell you something is just trying to sell some, uh, sell some subscriptions or have a, uh, you know, have a hot take that will end up on freezing cold take if that still exists on the Internet. I think, I think it does. Um, maybe okay. they're just trying to sell a membership to the Yacht Club in, uh, uh, in hey, Youngsville. you know what? Uh, Could be. If they're trying to do that, <laughs> I, I am not trying to do that. That is not my purpose. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's even, like, look, look if, it, uh, if it helps out Brett. Uh, we're all about that. Uh, but they did bring him some help. Bijan Robinson also uh, drafted uh, a wide receiver very high. Uh, so uh, talk to me about uh, about B or that Drake London might be a year ago. I don't even know anymore. Uh, Drake London was a year ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, to, and, and Kyle Pitts, too. So uh, I want to ask you about him. But let's talk about te- yeah. the former University of Texas running back uh, who, along with Jameer Gibbs, was all the hotness coming into this draft. 
so uh, how how extensively will Bijan be featured? Oh, you're going to see a lot of him, <laughs> a whole lot of him. And I, he's he's special, and I, I say that very objectively. I have said this a few places, and, and I believe it. Uh, running back's a tough spot, although he's not a running back. He's an offensive option. People need to just get over the running back thing. Right. He is an offensive option. He's going to be used a bit of everywhere. But you you look at his talent, you look at his skill set. If he stays healthy, he'll be putting on some sort of jacket at the end of his career, whether it's a red one that's like a Ring of Honor jacket for the Falcons or uh, the other Ooh. bright one. Uh, I think he's that good. I, I've covered a lot. I've covered the NFL now. This is season 11. And I covered college football for a decade before that. And there's only one other guy that I remember every day in practice watching and being like, you know what? That guy, all the time. Really? Every day he's doing something that I go, oh, all right. Like every day. And it's not just like making a great play. It's like, oh, no, that's something different now. And that other guy was Calvin Johnson. So that should tell you kind of where my head is at when we're talking about Bajon Robinson. I think he has that type of skill. I think he has that type of possibility. But health is a factor here. And yep. now he's used, but Arthur Smith is a very creative, innovative offensive mind. So I think there's a lot of a lot of good that could happen for Bajon Robinson. And going back to Ritter, this all plays into it, right? Because it's very simple what they were trying to do. They, whether it was Ritter or somebody else, right. they invested top 10 picks in running back slash offensive option. Yep. Wide receiver Drake London was number eight last year. And then Kyle Pitts was the number four pick as, as a tight end who can also play wide receiver Sure, in theory. And what you've done is you've now given so much talent to surround them. And then you bring in Johnny Smith, you bring in Matt Collins, you have Cordero Patterson, Tyler Algiers, kind of the forgotten man in all this. And he rushed for a thousand yards last year. Like there's so much offensive young talent there other than Johnny that you're, you just need to distribute, man. You need to just be a point guard if you're Ritter, and you're, you should be, at worst, feasible on offense so, or competent. And then if you get anything from Ritter, you're real, you're real good. So that's, I think, what we're going to see is we're going to see a lot of Bijan. We're going to see a lot of Drake London, a lot of Kyle Pitts. Those are going to be, to me, the three top guys in the offense. Don't be surprised if we see a decent amount of Johnny Smith, though. Right. Uh, because you saw how Arthur Smith used him in Tennessee. Offense is different, but Arthur Smith does like having multiple tight ends. And, uh, you know, people freak out here about, what, you know, like that Matt Collins is the second wide receiver. And it's like, yeah, but Matt Collins is also maybe the fifth option in the offense. Like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but one of the things that we know about Matt Collins, and we've seen him in the NFL for a while, too, but we watched him here at North Carolina, uh, is that Matt Collins can get down the field, and he's a big he target. Can. So there's nothing oh, wrong with somebody who yeah. can get down the field and also happens to be a big target. Right, and he's a willing blocker. Yeah. He'll play special teams for you. And, again, if he is your fourth, fifth option in your offense, that's – fine like you actually probably have a pretty good offense if he's option number five michael rothstein from espn.com uh also related to uh the youngsville 
uh, Rothstein's uh, at the Yacht Club. Um, all right, let me let me go to the defense before we have to say goodbye because I, I I read that Arthur Smith says defense is going to be a collaborative effort. My guess is that the offense belongs to Arthur Smith, but the defense. I'm not saying he doesn't trust defensive coordinators, but uh, it's a little bit more uh, by committee, I guess. Uh, what are we expecting on that side of the ball? Well, I, I think when he's saying collaborative effort, it, it goes a bunch of ways, right? Because so on offense, they've really gone to try and become almost position agnostic and skill positions. All those guys we just mentioned can play both, multiple spots. Right. Defensively, they're, they're trying to maybe get to that too. Like, and that might sound like how, but they've got guys that they're cross-training. They, they look at guys as, as kind of hybrid guys, as defensive ends, offensive linebackers, or outside linebackers, even maybe some inside-outside with a guy they brought in named Caden Ellis. Uh, Jesse Bates can play th- theoretically three spots if they need to, and they paid him as one of the highest-paid safeties ever. So I think some of that is when you're talking about personnel. But Ryan Nielsen's in his first year running a defense on his own. But he has a lot of experience there on that defensive staff. Jerry Gray has been uh, in the league forever. Uh, Frank Bush is a former defensive coordinator himself. So there's a lot of talent there defensive coaching-wise and experience-wise. But make no mistake, they'll say collaborative effort. This is Ryan Nielsen's defense. It is Ryan Nielsen's plan. It is Ryan Nielsen's scheme. And it's going to be a much more aggressive scheme and a much more uh, aggressive approach than what we saw with Dean Pease. And some of that is Dean Pease's scheme, but a lot of that too is just the personnel they had. They were so hamstrung in salary cap situations and they didn't want to put themselves further in a hole like some other teams do, like, you know, the Saints and the Rams, just to kind of, kind of keep kicking the camp forward. They kind of said, no, we're going to, we're going to eat this. And now they were able to go sign guys and they brought in a ton of guys on defense in free agency, and that's how they chose to build their defense. You got David Omignata, you got Calais Campbell, Bud Dupree, yeah. all Caden Ellis, who I had mentioned earlier, all guys that they brought in for front seven help. And it, it's shown in practices, but much like we were talking about with Desmond Ritter, those guys are known commodities, except kind of for Caden Ellis. But the difference is, is we just don't know how it's all going to look working together, but we know what guys like Campbell, Dupree, uh, and, and Omniotic and bring when they're healthy. I know there's a lot of optimism around the Falcons. They're uh, a sneaky choice to win the NFC South, although I think you can make a case for uh, the Saints as well, but it should be a fun season and uh, a very I, I, important you game. A, you can make a case. I'm going to throw this at you, too. You can make a case for Carolina. Oh, yeah, you could. I, I absolutely do. Yeah. I, I, I cover – so Jim Caldwell, you know, a little bonus nugget, I guess. So I covered Jim Caldwell when I covered the Lions. I covered his entire tenure. And I watched him rework Matthew Stafford. Like, the Matthew Stafford he got and the Matthew Stafford that that left there and ended up winning a Super Bowl were, I won't say completely different quarterbacks, but he changed his footwork. He he had him read stuff differently. It was a painful process. The fact that Jim Caldwell was on the Panthers staff, along with Frank Reich, along with Josh McCown, there is not a better situation for a young quarterback in the NFL than – what they have in Carolina because of the experience that those guys have. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I love the, the, the addition of Jim Caldwell to that staff. And I think, uh, you know, 
here. I, to me, most of the optimism, I think Bryce Young, Bryce Young is going to be very good. But I think most of the optimism around here for me is the quality of the coaching staff. And I was just, I was team Steve Wilkes. I really wanted him to get the job. I thought he deserved it. Uh, but I'm not complaining at all with what Carolina did with their coaching staff. All right, we're uh, we're not enemies. Uh, we're friends. Uh, well, and, and we'll hang out at the Yacht Club next time you're in town, Michael. Uh, I, I am looking forward to it. I mean, uh, keep me posted. All right. First, uh, first uh, dinghy is on me. I have no idea what that means. Uh, Michael Rothstein <laughs> from from ESPN.com covers the Falcons at Michael Rothstein on Twitter. I'll talk to you later, man. Thanks. Take care. Thank you. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you, or visit our website at thedesignery.com.